Jay right in your face. Welcome back to episode number 38 of the Fadeaway Podcast. I'm your host, Fatty, and uh, in light of everything that's happened around the league in the last couple weeks, I guess last week or so, uh, my co-host today, Mr. Zaydon Rondo. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Zaydon Rondo. <laughs> hey, man. Two-time champion, Rajon Rondo. We'll get into that later. Yeah, with two of the best franchises in, in NBA history, so that's pretty cool. Never been done before. He's the only person to ever play for the Celtics and for the Lakers. And so he's the only one without integrity, is what you're telling me. Absolutely. Okay. We'll, 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 I think we'll we'll get into that a bit more a bit more later on. I actually want to talk about that. That's a good one. But uh, we now have an NBA champion. The Los Angeles Lakers beat the Heat in six games, just as I predicted originally. I went back on that prediction after the Lakers took a commanding 2-0 lead. And when it, when, it, when it went to 2-1, I was like, man, this is look, looking like it's going to be done in game five, in, in five games. Yep, should have been. Should have been, honestly, but thanks to a mirac- miraculous performance by Jimmy Butler in game five, they pushed it to, game, to six games, and that's when the Lakers beat the Heat convincingly. And... The Lakers win their 17th title to tie the Boston Celtics for most titles in NBA history. And LeBron James wins his fourth ring, fourth finals MVP. I'm sure we'll do a little bit of the... Three different teams, two different conferences. Exactly. I'm sure we'll do a little bit of the GOAT debate today as well. But, you know, what? maybe just give me your your thoughts on the last two games, maybe even the last three games. Mm -hmm. For me personally, I think the Heat... The Heat... You know, if you were to tell me they were going to go to the finals this year, I was going to laugh in your face. They were, I, they were one of the teams I loved this year. But yeah. you know, just their their roster, their personnel. They only had one star, if, you know, and not really a superstar. They pushed the Lakers, who had two superstars, to six games. So you know, tell me how you felt about those last few games. Tell you how yeah. you felt about the Heat. How you, felt, how you felt about the Lakers? Yeah, and I think on the last episode I alluded to this, and I still agree with. Well, I agree with myself, but <laughs> the fact that. Um, this series felt like it was not competitive, even though it went six games. It wasn't really competitive. Yeah, the wins. Um, it, like I said, it was very remnant of that Toronto uh, conference final with Cleveland a couple years ago where we went down 2-0, yeah. 1-2 at home, and then LeBron just, he's like, yo, no. no, no and then no just destroyed us over the last two games. I thought it was a lot similar to that. I think Jimmy Butler played out of his mind in those two wins. <laughs> out of his mind. He went bonkers, like 40-point triple-doubles. Played great. Thirty-five triple double in that game. That yeah. game five, where yeah. you see him laying, not laying down, but you know, you, you saw him bent over over the. Um, I don't, know, I don't know what it's called, but billboard or whatever it is on the floor. Yeah, yeah, he was gassed. He was forty-seven minutes for, that game, looking for all the energy he can get, but he was just gassed. And uh, I think what we're gonna talk about is, is he really a tier one, tier two superstar? Where does he fit? Where does he fall? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just thought you know, with rookies and losing Goron, losing Bam. And then the Lakers just being completely healthy. Yeah. For for once. Uh, yeah. I think it just it's outnumbered, man. Like you're gonna be out efforted, you're gonna be outplayed. You're starting two rookies. There's not much you could do. You're starting two rookies against a LeBron A D lineup, right? Yeah. And then, you know, Rondo played out of his mind. KCP had KCP a few good games. Played well, man. Played that's, really that's well. Caruso had a couple of good games. Danny Green was very consistent with what he did last year. Trash. Yeah. So that that's always good, right? So um, it wasn't competitive. Miami, kudos to them. I wish, you know, a different team made it. But we always say, well, you know, I wish the Clippers made the conference final. Yeah. Um, but it's you can't knock the Heat for that. Yeah. The Heat took care of business and they 
they took the Bucks out in five. So it's not like they avoided anybody. They right, faced no. the Bucks, yeah, and they took them out in five. So kudos to them. They beat them. They beat Boston. But I found when it got to the Lakers, and that's the separation between the top in the West and the top in the East. Mm-hmm. Superstars. Yeah, and then that, that's exactly it. It was it was a bloodbath. It wasn't even competitive. Like even the I know they stole the two games, but in those losses, it was not competitive. The first game they went on a seventy to thirty five run. Yeah. The last game they were up thirty in the second quarter. Yeah. Uh, kudos to them. Great season. It's just not your time, and there's there's no knock against it. You can't you can't hang your head up. That's rough when you say it's not your time because you got a guy like Jimmy Butler who's thirty one years old. So. Late bloomer, man. It's not only late bloomer. It's just he. I mean, he. We know he's been good. You know, he's. It's not like he hasn't been good. He's just been on a few teams where the situation wasn't exactly perfect for him. Yeah. He finally got to Miami a bit late, I guess you could say. He's been a victim of narratives. Exactly, and he his reputation was was a little bit tarnished for those stops he made in in Philly and um with the with the with the Wolves as well. So, you know, for Miami. It's kind of difficult for me to to say their championship window has closed, but it's also difficult to say the championship window has opened or, or is is going is going to remain. I think open. it's going to be open. I think it's I tough, think right man. now they put the league on notice and they can pull a Kawhi Raptors move where you get a superstar who's disgruntled on their last year. You take him on. I don't know which one it is yet. I know that they're gonna they're gonna need one superstar go after though. Giannis. Yeah. If anyone has the pieces to go for Giannis, it's the Heat. But how much do you want to give up? Because you know you give up. I don't even know what you need to give up for for Giannis on the Heat. They'd probably ask for a Bam. No, no, I mean you. They ask for it. They'll ask for it, but I assume it'd have to be the one of the younger guys. Do you want to give up a hero? You know, do you want to give up for Giannis? Come on, man. But you'd want to keep a hero on that team as well. You know what I mean? I agree. I, I get it. You're but it's not like one for one. I'm not saying one for one. You want a chip now or do you want? Hey, well, Pat Riley. Oh, Pat Riley's a genius, bro. I think he'll, he'll for sure come up with something. But what I mean by their championship window, window not staying open is, you know, you've got Boston who, you know, they've been now been in, what, three straight essentially mm-hmm. heartbreaking moments that really builds character yeah, and all that good stuff. Finals. They've yeah. got experience now. You know, next year, a whole different year, a whole year older. Their skills are going to be more refined. Their chemistry is going to be a little bit better, hopefully, than this year, um, especially when they when they push came to shove. They weren't exactly on the same page this year, so hopefully that gets that gets tightened up. So, you know, we've got Boston, Raptors. Hopefully if they make a move, they're going to still remain contenders in the league. You have a Nets team who you don't know what you're going to get from them, but you do know at full strength, at full health, at full, you know, even chemistry, that's a dangerous team. And the Bucks, if they keep Giannis, they don't keep Giannis. If they do keep Giannis, they're still a contender as well. So there's so many moving pieces in the East that you don't really know how the future of the East is going to play out. For sure, and that's my that's my point. No, and Brooklyn, did you mention Brooklyn? I meant yeah, yeah. You yeah, don't know Brooklyn what you're gonna get thing, from them. Right? You yeah. don't yeah. know if KD comes back ninety percent healthy. Bucket. If Kyrie comes back, Toronto. Like there, you know, there's just a lot. The the East is top heavy. Yeah, and the top is relatively compare like comparable to each other. They're competitive. You yeah. know, it's not, it's not like in the West where you have Denver third and Lakers first, but there's a whole city between them. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Like the top four or five in the East pretty tight so it's a toss-up anyone can it can go anyway yeah i think this is going to be a very crucial offseason for a lot of teams i think boston needs to make a move of some sorts mm-hmm. i think they're just you know 
you knock teams for not running it back enough. I think Boston ran it back too many times with the same core. Um, um, one more, one more, one more time with know, that man. core. It they just still keeps, have the guys on keeps, contract. It just feels why. like they're pushing and pushing and pushing. It's like, okay, we, we had it. No, we want to get better. Let's get Kyrie. Oh, he's not good enough. Let's get Kemba. Oh, he's yeah, not good enough. It's yeah. like. Is is it the point guard that's the problem, or is it the coach, coach that's the problem? Right, we, we said that and earlier. We like, and there's nothing you can say against Brad Stevens. His knowledge, his X's and O's, his preparation. He's a great guy, but we need a leader. Right. So that that's where it gets a little bit tricky. But uh, let's have the Jimmy Butler discussion, man, because I've gotten I, I've gotten ripped, regardless. Like I've gotten ripped for this, and my take is that Jimmy Butler is not a tier two, he's, not a tier one star. He's not. Did we talk about this last? We talked episode? about this last uh, last or the one before. I don't yeah. think he is a tier and, one because I remember star. talking this. But one point I wanted to bring up is look at Game Five and Game Six of the Finals. Right, yeah. both games against elimination, and mm-hmm. I get it. Forty-seven minutes you played in Game Five and forty-five in Game in Game you know, Six, which is it, it's a lot. It's a lot for sure. But he's not the only player superstar to have to bear a load like that. Yeah, he's playing against a guy who's had to bear that load year over year over years. Year, right. There are things that make you a tier one superstar and not running out of gas in a seven game series is one of them. Okay. I'm not knocking him. I'm not an athlete. I'm not saying I can last in a seven game series, but when you're comparing tier one, and I think that the reason why I'm getting ripped is because today's NBA, a superstar is so many things. It could be so many things now, you know, people consider Jamal Murray a superstar. Okay. Sure, because he's meant, but. because he's flashy, he's this and that. But if we're gonna consider guys like LeBron and guys like Jamal, both superstars, we need subcategories, right? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like you can't put those two guys in the same category, but you can put a few guys in LeBron's category. Mm-hmm. You got LeBron. I'll put KD. I'll put AD. I'll put pre-injury Steph. And honestly, you can talk me into like Damian Lillard, but. You know what? I'll Harden, put Damian Lillard James in. James Harden is up there as well, man. James, James Harden, can't say playoff failure two. is, uh, he's like tier one and a half. I'll give tier one and a half. But the thing is about, I think about superstars, which I don't think people understand is that, I don't know, it's kind of weird, but there has to be an, like a not human element to yes. being a superstar. Yes. And that's not something you can, it's not always something you can attain or learn or grasp. It's something you might actually have to just be born with. LeBron, for example. His body is just not human, right? It's just out of this world. AD, he's a guard in a seven foot body. <laughs> KD is a guard in a six eleven body. Yeah, Dame Lillard, Allen Iverson, six six. Steph Curry, un- unbelievable shooting range. Best unbelievable in shooting, in right? The history. So, so these guys all have something that's you know you look at it like there's nobody else in the league, or there's people like you can count them on one hand that yeah. they have these skills, right? So with Jimmy Butler, when I look at him, six six. You know, athleticism is there, skill is there, but I don't look at him and say, "Yo, this guy, there's something not human about him." You know what I mean? I, I, do you really look at the, like? I mean, I think seeing it's, him it's non tangible. What's what's not human about him is intangible. It's not his scoring. It's not his rebounding. It's not his defense. It's his will to win, and I think that that goes that, underrated. But that takes but you only so far. If your exactly, body has to co- exactly. has to has to cooperate with yeah. that. You have a guy like Russell Westbrook who has that same exact mentality, but I wouldn't say he's a tier one star no right? he's not so there's 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 things that you they're there's kind of gifted physically and that's what i'm, t- I'm talking about the will to, the will to win and the, and the drive to win is there but you have to be some sort of you know physical freak of nature 
to be a superstar, and that's what we've seen. Like yeah. a guy like, you know, even a, a guy who seemed regular, like you know, like Kobe Bryant, like he had an unbelievable gift to play through injuries and play injured and play hurt and yeah. keep playing. That in itself is not human. Yeah. Right. So even guys who you looked at, I mean, when you looked at Kobe playing, Kobe looked like a regular six six shooting guard, fit, athletic. But his thing was he could play through anything. Yeah. He can, and he can. And his mind, his mind control, like how he controlled his his mind was was insane. No other player could really do yeah, that. No, absolutely. So when when you look at it, Jimmy Butler for me is seeing him run out of gas in that game in that game five, and then which led to his pretty horrible game six. You can't rely on him no. to be that one, and, that and, number one star. And I want to make a point as to why I think he ran out of gas, and and you know it's everyone's gonna say you know he's playing with Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. He lost Drogic, lost lost Bam for a couple of games. Right, that's fair. It's completely fair. I I understand that. But Jimmy Butler in six games shot thirteen threes. That's two a game. That's two a game. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I hear on the internet, oh, stop trying to make everyone a three point shooter. Well, if the league didn't do that, then we wouldn't need him to be that. Yeah. But the unfortunate reality is that is the way of the game. Yeah. You need to shoot threes, and that is something that. Demar got knocked for. Yeah, Demar is an elite mid-range shooter. Yeah, Demar is an elite scorer. Period, and that guy does not shoot threes. Right? Take Jimmy Butler. Every single drive, he's going up and he's getting clobbered. He's yep. going to the ground. Yep. He's going hard. He's getting bodied. Whether it's on the post, whether it's in the air, whether it's defensively, he's getting bodied. There was a point in LeBron's career where he had to change his approach because he was exerting. So too much, much energy. energy into too many different things mm-hmm. that it wasn't long lasting, mm-hmm. right? If you're not going to sh- relieve yourself by shooting threes, mm-hmm. you're going to continue to play hard and you're the number one defender on the team. You're going to wear yourself out. Yeah. You know, three point shooting is it's a strategy as well. Mm-hmm. And you shoot, you let's say he goes from two to six attempted. Yeah. That changes your whole game, man. Yeah. That's an additional nine potential points to your scoring. Mm hmm. Like it's just take the approach you know, and and I get it like making everyone a three point shooter it's getting boring yeah I understand but okay you want to not die before game six Shoot learn to diversify your offense a little bit yeah when you're getting destroyed every single time because they know you're just gonna want to drive it you're going to get tired and LeBron did that LeBron just like you said LeBron did that he became a way better three point shooter yep. doesn't have to exert so much energy he. When efficient he, when he was bigger and he played in Miami he got a post game because at that time that post game was still relevant yeah and he was able to bang you know with the big boys in the let's post. not forget 07 finals LeBron was skinny yeah exactly right so <laughs> he was skinny so he got he he bulked up he got a post game and then now that he slimmed down he's starting to not he doesn't you really you don't really see him in the post anymore you see no. him you know he'll have a little bit of a mid-range game he'll step up and shoot the three and he'll drive right he's so more facilitator what I think I think you know I know we were talking about Jimmy Butler, but, you know, I kind of want to come on today and talk about LeBron a lot just because we don't, obviously, we don't talk about him enough, I think. And, you know, throughout this playoffs, we, we've we kind of, not that we've just ignored the him and the Lakers, but we've every time we've come on, we've been like, hey, you know, Lakers are doing their thing. They win in five, they win in five, they win in five, they win in five, they win in six. What is there to talk about? You know, yeah. they're performing at full strength. But what I, I want to talk about LeBron is, there's so many things that this fourth ring and this fourth finals MVP does for him, mm-hmm. does for his legacy, does for the game, and just like 
I'm not going to have the whole Jordan, you know, LeBron debate, go debate, because you know, we, all we know about Jordan is older, older generation stories. We know YouTube highlights, and we know The Last Dance. Yeah, I can't come here and say I've seen Jordan. I've seen I was part of that six year run, eight year run that he was on, whatever. But I can tell you about about LeBron. Yeah. When you think about LeBron, LeBron's won championships in two different eras, almost. Where not even almost, it's straight up. Where this era has now become three point shooting. Let's shoot threes. Let's run up and down the court. Shoot threes. Shoot threes. Shoot threes and layups. He's won. He we could say this 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 victory, this championship this year. That's in this era. His first championship with Miami, the game wasn't quite there yet, right? It wasn't about shooting threes all the, the time. The team that beat him in the chip before, the year before, that team would not make it even into the conference final this year. Exactly. So LeBron's won chips in different eras. LeBron's also won chips doing it so many different ways. He's done it with his second best player being a big man, AD. He's done it second best player being a point guard in Kyrie. He's done it with the second best player being a shooting guard in Dwayne Wade. We haven't seen another player be able to go to different cities, go to different places, different coaches, different personnel, and constantly take them to the finals. Constantly win championships with different personnel and do it in different ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've never like Kobe needed Phil. Kobe needed a big. Michael the, needed the flip Phil. Side, the Michael flip needed Scotty. The flip side, I saw to the argument because you just said right now. Because before we bring in Kobe, I just want to comment on that one thing about three different teams. Yeah. We never saw anyone do that, which is a great point. But I saw a great counterpoint, mm-hmm. and it's like, why are we praising a guy for when times get rough, he goes to the better franchise? Did Be- the, do you think he every single time he went to the better franchise? Well, Cleveland. The first time he left to Miami, that's a clear upgrade. That's a clear For, upgrade. Forget talent-wise, I think just infrastructure, organization. And then he went back to Cleveland. That was a homecoming. And that, But that team wasn't – that was with a Kyrie-led team that was – Kyrie, crap. they had the number one pick. They traded for Kevin Love. Like, it was – It's still starting from it scratch. Was a, it was a good setup for him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the, the worst setup, but it was a good setup for him. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then he goes to L.A. Everyone knows L.A., man. Like – you bring one superstar to LA, another superstar is going to come to LA. It's LA, it's LA. I'm not saying that that's the the key, and I, I, because me personally, we have this debate with Messi and Ronaldo, yeah, all the time. And my thing with Ronaldo and why I pick Ronaldo is the same reason why you're going with LeBron. Yeah. So it's hard for me to come on and say, yeah, well, X Y Z, yeah. when I apply that same argument to, to another good debate. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man. The six-year domination that Jordan showed is unlike any type of winning that Jordan, that LeBron has shown. So it's it's so hard, man. It's it, it, you're not the thing is you're not comparing apples to apples. It's I, the I least really, apples. I, I apples. really because because you're comparing six years or people compare six years of MJ's dominance with a break in, in the middle. You can you can always you can always flip any argument. You can flip it. LeBron's done this for 17 years, 10 straight finals. He didn't need a break in the middle. He ha- he got injured one year, and that's essentially his break. Like, there's so many different ways you can go about it. So many different angles you can look at it from. But I think what like what it boils down to is just yo like, who cares? Like, who cares if 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 who's the goat or whatever? You know yeah. who the goat in each era is. Yeah, you know exactly who it is. Appreciate that that greatness that LeBron's showing. Because it's gonna be gone in four or five years, and you're gonna be like, damn, like, 
It's gonna be so weird. It's gonna be so weird to see a league without LeBron because he dominated it for so long. He's such he's dad, you know. Legit, yeah, yeah he is, LeBron, bro. He's LeBron the father of the league, the man. On court dad, legit, man. And it's it, and it's also incredible to see his like his IQ, like you know, Demar Derozan came went on, went on JJ's podcast talking about LeBron showing his opponent still where he should this. showing his opponent where he should be on a given play that they're running. Yeah. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. Like, do you, do you understand how much studying, how much film, how much goes into that knowledge? My favorite is the clip of uh, Shumpert that you showed I, me oh. where he goes, uh, he's like, we'll, we'll be playing against a team. You show, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll yeah. say, like, uh, yo. This coach is from Georgetown. He, yeah, yeah. The whatever. coach. He's like, their, their assistant coach who used to be the defensive coach of Georgetown, and I played with him in, like, one summer camp when I was 17, and this is how he's going to play us. Yeah, and, and he'll be he'll right. And he'll go out and he'll be – Spot on, yeah. I always, I always hate it though because I know LeBron knows that he knows how much he knows, and he flexes <laughs> it all the time. And sometimes he'll just recall events. It's like, bro, nobody called on you to recall the events. Like you just did this to tell you have a crazy memory. But uh, I've I've also seen a ridiculous argument online where it's like LeBron doesn't have the the best IQ in the game. That's wild. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a, that. You have, bro, the, the IQ. The, sh- this, shut up. This, the stories of, of the same thing. Shumper was telling those stories of LeBron dribbling the ball, and LeBron is ca- telling his teammates what to do, and it's literally, he, it's he literally sees it happening as he's calling it out loud. Man, I don't know. I think, you know what I mean? Like, so I, like, who would even have a better IQ than, uh, like, Rondo maybe? Like, maybe? Rondo Rondo is a, a guy who's, who's a high IQ guy. Iguodala but, is a high IQ guy. Is he? Very. He's he's smart. That was very very high IQ. But Draymond Green, Jim, is actually known to be very high IQ. It just it just they the guys you name. I'm sure they have a high IQ, but like I think LeBron's. But they're not LeBron. They're, they're, LeBron's on a different. <laughs> he's stratosphere, bro. He's he's, he's, he's a, actually stepped that. It's incredible bro, what all he these, knows, man. Like okay, cool. Yeah, you're smart, Rondo. Yeah, you're smart, Draymond Green. But mm-hmm. man, like LeBron knows what you're thinking about. Yeah, so exactly. Like, it and doesn't that's even why, matter. And that's why he's so good. And you you couple that with just. But that's why that's why in the same breath that I respect his game, he frustrates the crap out of me because, man, he's such a big baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we gotta, this, we gotta, yeah, this yeah. whole thing, this whole like, I get it. I'm not gonna even contribute this to the goat argument because I'm sure Jordan was a crybaby to the refs. Kobe was a crybaby. All these great players, not this much, complain. But this dude is ridiculous, man. Like. After every call, hands up, flailing, running, pacing, going one ref to the other. Oh, what's going on? Pleading the case. And then they lose, like, game three, and he walks off the court with 10 seconds up. It's like, in the same breath, like, yeah, you are the GOAT. You're doing such great things. It's like, why would you do these things? Yeah. Like, this is so frustrating. And it's not only that. It's also the, the – And the damn last shot that he gave up, man. Oh, we, we, we should talk, talk about, about that. that. Oh, we got to talk about that. The oh, damn last shot in game five. What I was going to say on. before that is Danny also, also the, the team's – Filing formal complaints on his behalf to the, the oh. league, like that stuff Frank is just Vogel. it's just ugly stuff. Like, why are you doing that? You're hurting your. They like, did it in the like, finals too. It's I like, know oh, the league will be good at uh, hearing from us. Like, bro, you didn't yeah. make snitching cool. You're still yeah. just, you're still <laughs> lame. But yeah, let, let's talk about that that game five. Ridiculous, uh, man. You know, I'm sure Ridiculous, you you, man. you you kind of did an in depth analysis on that play, and you, I, saw, I think you saw I thought I saw you post it somewhere. I think it was I posted Rant. it everywhere, man. I was just looking so, for answers. So so I go for it. it go go for it. break it down for us. Man. Tell us what happened. And okay, tell us what, so what do you think? In my opinion, prior to that last play, yeah. last minute, LeBron was playing a flawless game of basketball. Yeah, 
LeBron, and we were watching together, and yeah. he was hitting. He took like five threes in the first quarter, and we're like, dude, he's not losing today. Like he came today with the intention of taking That's home when, a chip. Yeah. Like he's not losing. That's what it looked like for the first three and three quarters, three and fuck effing nine tenths quarters. Okay, that's what it looked like. And then all of a sudden, the last play comes. There's 18 seconds or or 12 seconds or something. It was a ridiculous amount of time left. And then this guy just starts to drive it, and he's driving it on three or four guys. And then he whips the ball back out Mm -hmm. to a wide open Danny Green. I'm gonna I'm gonna preface it by saying Danny Green is crap. Was well that too. I hate him. But he was wide open. He had enough time to put the ball down, tie his shoes, untie them, tie them back up, and still shoot an open shot. Yeah, he was wide open. And everyone, those LeBron stands that started watching basketball six months ago, are gonna be like, "Yo, he made the right the basketball right, play." Right play. <sighs> the the term "right basketball play" to me in this instance frustrates the crap out of me because a, it was a terrible pass. Yeah. It's a terrible pass. I've, yeah, okay. I didn't play competitive basketball, but I played basketball. I I can shoot. Yeah. As a shooter, I know what kind of pass I need is, to shoot. I need to yeah. make a shot. If I'm if I'm set and I have to go all the way down to my ankle mm-hmm. and dribble it a couple times to get it back up, no. That and with that much time winding down, like the pressure of the game, it's not a good pass. Yeah. Okay. Second of all, Danny Green was butt cheeks. <laughs> I don't know who he was playing. That, that's Danny issue, Green man. was butt cheeks. He should not have been in the game. I agree. Yeah. But he was butt cheeks. <laughs> and that is the guy that's going to decide the fate of your team. Yeah. You're going you went 12 and 3 in the West. It's 3-1. You have the chance to see like think about man, think about all these guys that we named. Kobe, Jordan, Dame, AI, Steph, forget Steph, KD, AD, Dirk. Brother who wouldn't want that shot? Yeah. Are you kidding? It's yeah. tie game. Yeah. Or no, no, no. Sorry, they were down, they were down one. one. That's actually why they he passed. They were down it. one. That's actually is... why he passed it. Okay, that that could be a hater theory, but wait, it's wait, a... Wait, wait, wait. continue with that theory. My theory is, if you actually look, somebody because somebody you had an angle to shoot. Somebody fooled themselves and sent the video that oh, some people want to call LeBron on clutch. Sent the video, seven minutes, all game winners, all of them. They were either tied or they were up. Yeah, it's fair. There's significantly less pressure because. In if the back you, of your mind, you're like, ah, I miss. We go to overtime. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if I miss the shot, we lose the game. It's over. Yeah. That's a whole different okay. approach. There was a still a, a picture where it was like he was looking right at the rim. He had an angle to shoot it. You bit. have Duncan Robinson to your left. You have Jimmy Butler as the sag defender. He's not even there. Yeah. Okay. All you need to do is just push into the left. It's kiss, Duncan Robinson. Kiss off the glass. Forget it, bro. You don't even need like just push into the left. You're getting a call. Period. Yeah. He was four for four from the free throw line in the last three minutes. He's scared of free throw sometimes. Hey, it, it blew my mind. There's so many things as to why this was a bad play. Why are you attacking with ten seconds left? Like, why is that when you're? That is someone, and that to me, because who, if you're taking the last shot, yeah, what, how much time would they attack? T- typically, if they, it's the last shot, six or seven seconds. Under ten. Under ten. I'd say well, under even 10. under eight. Six or seven seconds, let's say max. For average, we'll say seven seconds. They start attacking the rim. When you attack the rim at twelve point two, you don't want that shot. Fair. You're, you're going in. It. You're passing. You're going it. in to create a play. Yeah. What you're doing is you're drawing defenders to kick out to the open player. Yeah. Which, outside of the last minute of the game, is a great play. Mm-hmm. You are LeBron. 
this is the LA Lakers. Yeah. This is Kobe's year. Yeah. This is 2020. Yeah. Everything is on. Like, it was perfect. Bro, the world, the world is like, despite all the crap I threw at you this year, here's the perfect stage. Legit. To lament your, your legacy. Your legacy. Win it. Brother, can you imagine he won that chip off a game winner? By him on wearing the mama jerseys. Everything was perfect for him. And then oh, he drives, oh, he made the right basketball play. No, he didn't. He didn't even find the highest percentage shooter. KCP yeah. was is a, a more higher percentage shooter. That is a terrible play. And Frank Vogel had Marquise Morris in the game. Yeah. Should have had Rondo. Or if you don't want Rondo, whoever. Rondo should be in the game. Rondo's a high IQ player. Rondo, I don't care what anybody tells me. Because pre two years ago, I'd believe it. Rondo can shoot. Rondo can shoot. I was. Gonna say, I don't want to hear. Rondo it. can shoot the ball. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. If, okay, maybe in the playoffs only he can freaking shoot. Yeah. Put him in the game. He's yeah. a smart guy. He's yeah. gonna make a play. He's not gonna get a rebound with an open player to his right and throw it throw out it of bounds. Like Keith, bro. It, there's a lot of there's a lot of that last play was that was just, stressful to watch and it was it was upsetting to watch. We were watching it and we we're like, what the hell just happened? You man, know? Danny and, even got the ball. Like, why the hell? He's like, you know. You know what this is like? You know when the clock is winding down and your teammates are like dribbling out and then he passes it off to his other teammate so they can get the field goal? The, the bad the, the, the the miss, percentage, yeah. Or the yeah, turnover? Yeah, 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 That's yeah. exactly what that felt like. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you know what? There's a high pressure. Uh, here you go. You're wide open. It's all yours. And and, and knowing that Danny Of course Green, he's wide open because it's LeBron. They're rushing LeBron. Not only is it LeBron, Danny Green has been crapping the bed the whole the whole series, the whole playoffs, right? So Frustrating, there's, there's, there's a bunch of mistakes that, you know. And then I'm called a hater. I just want, I want him to be the best. Yeah, yeah, legit. It's it's funny, but like you know, there's a bunch of mistakes that could have been avoided. You know, you have coaching mistakes where if if LeBron if LeBron is not going to take that shot, I don't know if I want LeBron to be making the play. I understand LeBron is always going to be someone that you know if he drives, there's going to be guys open. If he drives, there's going to be guys he's taking with him in the lane or in the paint. Like you said, Rondo should be on to make the play. If LeBron is, if LeBron's gonna pass it and not be one, be the one to shoot it, I want either LeBron, LeBron, I want LeBron on to be the recipient of the pass and to shoot the ball, mm-hmm. and I want Rondo making the play. Keith, is it Keith? Is it, is it, it's Mark Keith. Yeah, Marcus is on the. Course. He shouldn't be on the play. He shouldn't be on in the last dying seconds of a game, yeah. because his decision making and his even his three point shooting, I wouldn't say I would trust in the yeah. dying seconds of a championship. I game. didn't understand that. Danny Green shouldn't be on, on the floor at any point. He can't defend. He, he's not even three and D. Yeah. He's he's neither the, neither of those. It was he very confusing. De- he can't move. He can't shoot. Can't defend. Why is he on the floor? And then also, why isn't AD incorporated in that play? You have a guy who's first of all, you're down one. You don't need a three. That's 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 for starters. You do not need a three. Why is AD not given the ball in the post in the in the mid post just to? All the shots that I've been seeing AD shoot has been mid-range shots with guys all over him, silk. and he just rises above them easily. Pure jump shot, silk. Yeah. Why is AD not incorporated in that play? Why is he just a decoy? If LeBron doesn't want to shoot it, fine. You know what, LeBron, make the play, give it to AD. Run a play for AD. Then there's so many things that went wrong with that play that you when I when it when it happened, I was sat sat there and like scratched my head. I'm like, how? How did this happen? How did LeBron pass that? How did Keith, turn it over like that. And the, people want to bring up uh, the the image of LeBron opening after that after the the ball was thrown On the away. Pass, yeah, yeah. No. Why would I give it back to LeBron if he passed it away? 
That's not. That's not. Yeah. At least he had the right idea. Let's give it to Anthony Davis. Try something. Exactly. New. If yeah. LeBron's not going to be man enough to shoot the ball, why? I don't care if you're open. You're all. First of all, you're all the way on the other side of the court. Yeah. Time is going to expire by the time the ball gets to you. And I know you're not going to shoot it. Yeah. So there's so many things that are wrong, wrong with that play. And then and you think LeBron fans are going to be understanding after, and then they're not. It's like, oh, he made the right play. The thing about LeBron fans is that they're they're, mm. they're they never want to give him criticism. Obviously, they're the LeBron fans, but. The, the the stage was set in that game five. You wore the Mamba jerseys. You wore the gold Mamba shoes. It was set, you wore every, it, was it was set. set. And it, was it was right there. It was upsetting for it not to happen in that game. And I it's think it's like how do you not want it though? You know, there's like you know when you're man, you know when you're like in the dating game and you're getting to know a girl. You're like yo, you're looking for like things mm. that like get you going. And it's like how do like it doesn't make sense to you how certain things like don't click to someone. Yeah, it's like. How did you not realize? Like, how did this moment not slap you in the face? This is an important moment. This you know, is like, a, an iconic this is a moment must for you. Shoot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, even if you miss, at least you shot it. Yeah, absolutely. The amount of fans I saw right before that possession say LeBron's not going to shoot. I'm LeBron's not shooting the last shot. It's, it's predictable. Yeah. And that's the frustrating part is I know and respect his game, and I know him, you know, how great he is. I freaking praised LeBron until I was like, in mid university, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Up until the Raptors actually made the playoffs, I praised LeBron because yeah. I never knew how much I actually liked the Raptors till they played meaningful basketball. Yeah, and that's what sort of deterred me. So it wasn't like he didn't do anything where I hated him now. No, but it's like there, there's certain little kinks that just frustrate you. It's like, man, take the last shot. Yeah, that's it. Just want it. And yeah, then, yeah. So I, that was that's my take. Like that, he's still a goat. He still got four chips. Four MVPs, three different teams, uh, over ten years. It's it, it's it, hard to it's it's a tough argument, man. Like longevity is not even close. They both bring different things to the table. Exactly, they both bring very very different things to the table, and you know, and you start to. I I think the debate shouldn't be between Jordan and LeBron. It should be other guys who are maybe similar to his game. You have like Magic's. You have the. But the thing about that is it's, it's not, not a competitive. Debate. That's yeah. the thing. So <laughs> you have to do LeBron versus Jordan. At the end of the day, they're both two totally different players, two do- totally different skill sets in a way, totally different minds, different approach to the game. Yeah. And both I guarantee great. you, ninety percent of players would choose to play with LeBron. That's the thing. I, and and what's not shocking, but what's interesting is if you ask current players today who the goat is, I'm sure they'll say LeBron. Yeah. Because they first of all grew up on LeBron. They're all young guys. They yeah. play against him. They've they're or they're playing with him. So it's 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 their perspective is a totally different perspective than we're gonna have. Um, but listen, at the end of the day, like you said, four rings, four Finals MVPs. What I want to talk about is you know going forward. I want to know. You know, you know, because he alluded to saying, you know, you know, we have good chemistry because you know we're not jealous of each other. Him and AD are not jealous of each other. Blah blah, blah all yeah, that good yeah. stuff. AD won one ring. That's great. You're on a you're on a high. You won one ring. You were LeBron. But I want to know, like, you know, when does that, you know, when does winning rings not become enough? You know, will it be year two? Will it be year three? When he sees LeBron getting all the Finals MVPs, and then it kind of becomes like Kobe and Shaq, where you have two great players, two alpha guys. Kobe never wins the finals MVPs in that three P. Yeah. And it's like, yo, I want to do it on my own. So I'm interested in seeing going forward how AD is going to handle that. And, you know, this year he didn't deserve the finals MVP. Yeah. And and it, it looked like it early, but LeBron just 
it, there's a certain level of consistency that we don't believe that we don't not that we don't believe that we don't appreciate in LeBron and it's because we've become so numb to it. Yeah. We're so numb to 30, 10, and 10, 35, 10, and 10, that when somebody else is like, oh my God, he did 35, 10, and yeah, 10, LeBron's yeah. been doing it. And when AD didn't perform, LeBron performed. Yeah. So this year, definitely clear cut for LeBron. So my, my thing on that with the whole jealousy thing and why I think it works better for AD than it did for Kyrie mm. is positioning. A big man can't be your number one option. And a big man knows that in this league today, they can't be the number one option. So at the end of the day, it's a matter of I need a facilitator. I need someone who's going to get me the ball. And I need someone who can shoot consistently, who can spread the court, who can give me space. You can't run your offense through a big man, in my opinion. Like, you can't run your offense through AD like the Pelicans did yeah. and expect to win a championship. You need a ball handler. You need a, a person who's going to relieve your you're big from having to do everything of mm-hmm. someone who could stand around the three and shoot. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think him and LeBron work. And also like LeBron is getting older and AD is just hitting his prime now. Yeah. So I think, I don't know, like it's like LeBron doesn't take away from AD. Absolutely not. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. not like they, they play such different roles, they that, you know, each other but it's sure. like with a point guard and a guy who plays like a point guard, LeBron could have taken away a lot from Kyrie he, yeah, he, you yeah. know, ball handling, shot taking, shot making, defensive assignments, whatever the case may be, they're very similar. So mm-hmm. I think that that's why. And obviously, we've seen Kyrie's personality unfold over the last couple of years, so yeah. we know what kind of kind of cat he is. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I think the the positioning is is a huge part of it. A big man just can't be the number one option. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I just think that they they complement each other really well. They don't they don't step on each other's toes. Mm-hmm. I would love to see how they 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 move going forward because I imagine their roster is still going to change. They the need Lakers. to re up AD, but it's like how long do you come back for? Because I think LeBron's locked in for another year. Probably. Uh, I think LeBron is in the player option. I think LeBron will retire a Laker. Obviously, who knows what's going to happen? If I'm AD, I'm talking LeBron. How long are you staying here for? If LeBron wants to cement himself as the go, in my opinion, he should win one for Canada. In Toronto. Well, this is the only team. There's only one that, can- Canadian team. That probably will never happen. But think about that. There wouldn't be no question. There would be no question. If he, if he won in all Canada? He won in every country. <laughs> he won <laughs> in all of North America. Uh, another thing is what I love. If he wins five, there's no question. I don't think so. I am. I, I am. I, 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 I think he's got to win six and six finals MVPs. Nah. For it to be no question. Magic, Magic said it on first take. He's like, if he wins five. It's gonna be so. very, very tough. Six, yo, six is no argument in my opinion. Yeah, but but it's like six and four, I get it. But six and five, when you add in everything else, like three different teams, two different conferences, three different sets of teammates. I don't know. Yo. Well, well, hey, that's for everybody to to to, to debate. And yo, like Nick Wright, he's kind of a weird guy, but he did a breakdown and he did go over the Eastern Conference and the time he Jordan did a great was dominating job with it. it. And that's that's the unfortunate man, part like, is that is there that, were no teams like what LeBron has to go through, and even in at a conference level, it's not not even, not even about teams. It's just the skill set you have to have to play in the league today. Yeah. You have to be good at everything. You literally well, have to. Be. Yeah, and also narratives like, for example, I'll give you one narrative like the 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 Hawks won sixty games one year with Budenholzer and and Horford in that lineup. Yeah, yeah, and then LeBron sweeps them all. The Hawks are trash. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, that that that's that's usual. It's, it's typical of, of of the media. Bruh. 
and he he can't do it in the West. Goes to the West. He's oh, the first the seed. He's, the West, the West is trash now. <laughs> the Clippers choked and whatever and whatever. So yeah, there's always gonna be Skip that, that negative. Skip Bayless with a straight face told Shannon, he's like, "The your Lakers avoided my Clippers." I know. I know. What are you talking? Are you about, confused? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> so now moving forward, you know, with the season being over yeah. the draft coming up soon there's a lot of coaching vacancies brother a lot of coaching vacancies a yeah. lot of hires to be made we know yeah. so we know doc rivers to sixers we know steve nash to Sam, the Sam Cassell interviewed for the clippers job he interviewed like we said i don't know his game i don't know his his I, I don't know his game like i don't know what he what he, what he yeah. can do as a coach long time assistant though so people are, are in within that nba communities yeah, think players he's deserving. Like yeah, he's, he thinks he's, he thinks he's, they, they think he's deserving of it. Another you one. Me with an interesting one before we came on here. I think it was yesterday, maybe. But Stan Van Gundy and Ty Lue among four finalists for the Pelicans job. Wow, that one's an interesting one. Another Van Gundy, Jeff JVG. I actually love JVG as, as a TV personality. He is interviewing with the Rockets on Wednesday. He ain't doing crap. So a lot of a lot of a lot of coaching vacancies. A lot of I just don't see. For next season. I don't understand it. Does that look like the personality for James Harden? Does That's that look like the personality? Yeah, but, but, Why do they keep getting these old dudes? You think it's somebody young and try maybe. something new? Look maybe. at the top coaches in the league right now: Nick Nurse, Brad Stevens, Eric Spolstra. Frank Vogel. Younger. All young. Mike Malone. Younger coaches. They're all young guys. They're yeah. all guys who got different approaches, different X's and O's. Yeah. They're the creative coaches. They're the analytics guys who understand the game through the whole different lens. Yeah. It's a different approach, man. Jeff Van Gundy's been out of coaching for X amount of years. A when long he was, time. Last time he coached, I don't even think he did that great. Why? I think the last time he coached, he was with the Rockets. Leave him be. <laughs> Stay on TV, that's bro. That's what I thought, too. Wasn't he? He did coach the Rockets. He did. Yes. Yeah, with and Yao. Yeah, yeah, He did coach man, the Rockets, Man, I'm sorry, dude. Like, that is not it. I, I would go for one of the younger guys, man. Go for Ty Lue. Go for Sam Cassell. At the end of the day, you need people to buy in. Yeah. Who's going to buy in better than someone I respect? Who Like, they, I, at this point, we already know. Basketball players respect basketball players. Yeah. You bring in a basketball player who's going to be a good coach. It's gonna work. They're gonna buy in. So I don't. I don't understand this Jeff Van Gundy fad. And he's in. I don't even understand the Stan Van Gundy. He was with the the Pistons. And they were crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, okay, I get it. You prepare really well. You over prepare. You're a really smart guy. Does that work? Are you winning? Are you building relationships? Mm-hmm. Like also funny. Also funny. Another one. Another report. Bro. Mike D'Antoni and Phil Handy emerge as <laughs> candidates for Nets coaching staff. Yeah. Which is honestly like I love I, it. I, I listen, Mike D'Antoni and Steve Nash coming coming back together to coach a team. I think will be phenomenal. Bro, Steve Nash is about to pull off one of the biggest heists in NBA history. He's about to win a chip with no coaching duties because he's hiring. He's the hiring best the, of the best. best. I I think you know, re, you know, I think being able to incorporate that D'Antoni offense that Steve Nash won two MVPs with. Yeah, obviously not fully incorporating it into that, but taking pieces of that system and. and, and Giving it to Kyrie and KD, I think that'll be interesting. Phil Handy only wins rings. He only he only has he won like six or seven straight. He's been to like six straight finals on like yeah. three different teams as well. So yeah. he's also a great coach. So I think that you know out of you know usually you don't they don't report assistant coaches much and 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 you know rumors about assistant coaches, but I think those two pickups would be huge for Steve Nash, especially in his in his first year. Um, other rumors: the Wolves are interested in trading out of the first overall pick. 
Did you hear about Dirk for the uh, before we move on from the Nets? No. Because uh, Steve offered Dirk a uh, assistant coach yes, position. Yes, yes, he wasn't. He wasn't about it. Do you hear why? No. He's like, I can't imagine myself doing it for anyone other than the Mavs. Wow, I love that. Yeah, like Tim Duncan kind of. Yeah, I like that. I like. I like that, that a lot. Like so because he he didn't dismiss coaching. Yeah, but he's like, I'm not not here. Nice. I so like I, that. I like that a lot. So I, it was I, good. Really, I, I respect that. The Wolves interested in, in trading their first overall pick for a win now player. I don't know what win now player. You know they're gonna need because they don't really they don't really have Who's a the draft. Who's the first pick in the draft? Lamelo. Lamelo. Cole Anthony's up there. There's there's other there's two other guys I think that are that are in there that are in the mix. Definitely a draft worth they? trading for, worth, worth trading out of. Who did I pitch for the Wolves? Old Depot. I think it was Old Depot. Is that the guy you're gonna? That, that's no, but not for the one get. pick. No. Like you could, yeah, because he was have, just looking to leave. You have Russell and you have Cat. Like, but I don't know. Booker, you bring you need, those three I guys think, in there. I actually think you need defense at this point because both those guys, like, eh. you know, what? so it'll be and it'll Booker. Be that's way too much ball handling between him, Russ, and and Russell and, and Cat. They're boys, though. They are. Boys. Who knows what can happen, right? So that would be crazy. That would be a really cool team to to follow and to watch. Um, yeah, and so I actually wanted to actually also talk about this because uh, I think in one of our WhatsApp groups there was that. Um, I don't know, it's not a meme, it's not a report, but whatever. But it was that uh, visual saying the worst football game of the season got as many or more views as the finals, yeah, the NBA this, finals. So the Sunday night game, the yes. Sunday night game, yeah, which was the same time as the game six final, yeah, got double the views. The Seattle Sunday night game got yeah. 13 mil and game six got six mil. They played at the same time. Damn. And the Monday night game. Which was the worst game in the NFL season? Yeah, got the same views as the finals, which is half of the Sunday night game. It's it's what not you, it's not close. That's not looking good for the NBA man. And I and I I don't think it is. I don't. But no, I don't. I disagree. I don't think it was. I don't think the NBA is declining. It's always been this way. Football's always been the heart always of America. Trumped. Yeah, you know, it, it's never like. It was never the fact that the NBA was far above the NFL, and and now they've overtaken. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've gone down a little bit in the last couple of years, and there's many things you can attest to that. Like, I think there's there might be a bit too much basketball going on right now for a lot of casual fans. Yeah, like for a lot of people who don't love the game the way that we love the game, eighty two games and a Play full, seven, seven game series every too much. It gets a lot. Like yeah. a lot of people don't have the, the, and then you're doing fantasy and you're doing all this. It's like. Yo, like it's a lot of basketball, yeah. a lot of like they're almost saturating their own product almost because of how much they put yeah. it out and how available it is. So it's weird in that sense. But I think, man, like this just goes to show you that America is comprised of a silent majority. Like this is it, bro. Like nobody, everyone's always like pro NBA. Yeah, pro change. We, we love the, you know, NFL, F the NFL. They yeah. hate change. They hate diversity. Yeah. America loves the NFL. They love bro. the NFL, man. Oh, it's the same thing. Oh, Trump sucks. Trump this, Trump that. Come America election love, time. They love it's Trump. not even close. <laughs> Where are these people at? It'll, so it'll be interesting to see how the schedule changes and how they start to avoid they have the to. NFL it's nights. Even, it's just a stupid business move at this point, man. If I'm silver, I'm kicking the wall. My finals game yeah. got half the views of a Sunday night regular season game. They got to start the NBA season and end it before the NFL season tough. begins, which is very tough. I agree. <laughs> or yo, at least, at least don't make it like. For example, All Star Weekend is like Super Bowl. It's a week before or after <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's too close. And you know, like the Raptors. Oh, sorry, not the Raptors. The NBA needs to 
you know, I really like how the NFL has their nights. Sunday night, Monday night, Every Thursday night. night. Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday is open. Friday is open. Yeah, Saturday is open. The, the, NBA, the NBA needs to really, I think, hone in on there's nights available. Make that your night. Advertise that as your night. Yeah. You have Thursdays on TNT, but you also have Thursday night football. That's a horrible <laughs> that's a terrible. horrible matchup right there. You you have three or four extra days that are open. Remember when they did Use players those. only? That was the worst. <laughs> on Tuesday night. That was the worst only because of the people that they got. The players, like 3D. Oh, they killed it. They killed the thing after a year. It was, it was horrible, man. Out. It wasn't working at all. So with regards to the ratings, because the, rating, you know, the ratings affect the money. And yeah. then the money and then the, 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 cap, the yeah. economics of well, it also affects China, the teams. China just started airing. But I think that the screenshot we were looking at was just U.S. numbers. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, moving forward, you know, Adam Silver needs to, as far as the league goes and as far as business goes and as far as views goes. And he's got to change it up, bro. He's got to change up heavily. And this was a, I, a perfect opportunity to change I mean, it. I'm expecting in the next few years – a rule change of some sorts is going to change the game. They do it every year. They no, do it every I, single I, year. I think it's going to be one of, like, they're going to implement, like, the all-star game scoring type thing where you have to hit a certain amount of score to win the game. Bro, no. Nah, that's, that's too... That's think too about how many people tuned into the all-star game, though. Yes, but and, that's too altering to the game. It you, is. You cannot it is. alter the game and, that, that much. And they can because I think the NBA is comprised of casuals. No, the M- I don't think it's compro- I think the NBA makes its margins and its money off the yes, casuals. That's what I mean. That's where that's where that's where that all the extra revenue is coming from. Because listen, you and I, you know, we're gonna tune in Tuesday night, Thursday night, whatever it may be. Bro, raps in Charlotte on a Wednesday. We're gonna night watch. In we're gonna watch yeah. that, right? But for you know, an average fan, raps in Charlotte, they don't care about those two cities, especially if you're in the states. You don't Bro, care I about know, the raps. I know people from Toronto who would wouldn't watch a Raptors Charlotte game. Exactly. So, I I don't think the you know, a four-point shot, they might add that. Who knows? That, that's that been in uh, a rumor yeah. for a while. That's something that's not too in, in, game-altering. Alter- in game the season tournament, in that season was tournament which I think is horrible. Well. They have enough basketball as it is. I don't think we need. I would I would enjoy it if it supplemented some of the season games. Like if you want to have a 50-game season and then the tournament. And the tournament, I think that would be much better because it's added competitiveness, bro. Because at the end of the day, yo, everyone now just cares about the playoffs. And cares about winning because in in the regular season, like things are set two months into the season. We know who's going to finish first yeah. to eighth. Maybe in the West, the bottom three or four, there's a bit of a, a shuffle mix. Yeah. Reduce the season, add a tournament to supplement the amount of games. Yeah. But that tournament, the games are valued, they're weight, weighted more. You know, me playing Charlotte in, in a tournament game is very different than me playing Charlotte in a regular season game. It's the same thing with the EPL. And the FA Cup and the Champions League. That, that's the thing, though. That's exactly the the comparison I was gonna make it to. You know, you have the FA Cup and Champions League. They have like other other cups that they play tons, for. Tons, tons of tons of, of tons of cups they play for within that community league. shield, right? Whatever. Exactly. There's, yeah. The difficulty to me is getting the players to buy in, saying this mid season tournament matters to my resume. This mid- winning this mid, you know, they're not gonna count it, it, man. M- money. money. More money, yeah. If if there's more money into players it, for love sure. Money, bro. Yo, you think people with that many millions wouldn't care? They love money, and I've heard many players say if there's money on the line, it'll do get. It. Think about how many teams don't make the playoffs, right? They're missing out on playoff bonus. Yeah, those guys want money. The guys that get out in the first round, they're missing out on late playoff run bonus. They mm. want to make money. There's incentive. That's a good point. There might be less incentive for the Lakers because what we see with the FA Cup is if it's a big league game. 
or if it's a big Champions League game, yeah. they'll they'll rest their guys. Yeah. yeah so yeah. at what point do you, you also don't want to do one of those where it's like, I'm gonna destroy this product, yeah. but make this one really really good. Yeah. So I don't know. I think an in season tournament will work really well, um, but. The 82 regular, it's just getting repetitive and annoying. It's and I think very long, with it, This influx of, like, casual fans who just love to be there for the excitement and the, the dunks and the scoring and the fast pace, yeah. they want to see more competitiveness. And the season drags at, like, 50 games, 60 games. It's like, brother, let, let's, let's get the started. It's now run. We're ready, you know? And, it, and all, okay, this is another thing I want to ask you about, too, because this is to the ratings discussion, and a lot of people have said this online. When you're... When your ambassadors, aka your reporters, are constantly bashing the game on TV, like Chris Webber does, like Jeff Van Gundy does, like however, whoever yeah. you know, all these guys do, it hurts the game. I personally don't agree with that because I don't know if watching a game and hearing the commentator is going to make me be like, "Oh, I'm never going to watch this game again." Yeah, I feel like if I'm a casual fan watching the game, I'm not really listening to the commentary in general. Yeah. Um. So I don't know that that's a valid thing, but what do you think about that? I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't agree with that statement at all. I think, if anything, a casual fan hearing it, I think that actually adds more value because you're not just looking. You know, the casual fan already doesn't know the game and is still still learning the game. So when you have you know a JVG saying I don't like that call, saying why he doesn't like that call, the call should be this. That fan just learns more. That fan is able to, to you know take that information and take it into a conversation you know whether it's talking to a colleague talking to a friend about it or whatever whatever it may be so i think if you have commentators and analysts and reporters who are so far up the game's butt that they just praise it and this is like okay this is sick man okay it's cool for the first two weeks like clyde drexler right if they just oh i love this this is so good blah blah sorry and- not clyde who's the guy for the houston james worthy Oh, no, 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 no. James Worthy is the one for Houston. James Worthy for the 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 Lakers, Lakers, yeah. And both those guys are equally up the game's ass. Yeah. So if you if you got if you have guys who just don't disagree with anything, there's no controversy. There's no, you know, there's no other lens that you can look at the game from. So I think from from that perspective, like you can only play something for so long. The reason why LeBron is so interesting is because he's scrutinized all the time, and that's why. He's always talked about why. That's yeah. why there's so many different angles to go from yeah. his perspective. Yo, LeBron, so, LeBron is good, man. LeBron does an extremely underrated job of shutting down the noise. Like, n- think about how many guys let it get to them. Like Kyrie gets phased in the media. Kawhi, KD, the first year. All bro, the, you know, all it. these people get phased and and like. LeBron is talked about in the worst of ways, in the most amount of ways. And you would think this guy's not on social media, but he's posting every single day. Yeah. It, it's incredible to me how he dodges all the crap that comes to him, and a, he just does it so gracefully. It's a different mentality, man. And, and, and I'm sure he sees it. There's no doubt about it. He sees it. He, he, sees it, he hears it. He, yeah. he usually you know, regurgitates it when he wins. So yeah, He definitely sees it. He, he, they asked him about Ky- uh, Kyrie's thing. Or not yeah. Kyrie. They asked him about Kyrie a day after, and he gave yeah. a a shady answer that was definitely a response exactly so definitely. you know for that's another you know people say you know he doesn't have the met- mental toughness of jordan blah blah that's another whole set of mental toughness to have where you're that jordan never faced never, jordan was never in the social media era jordan was, never had to face the scrutiny that lebron faces on a daily basis. he was praised for the majority of his career had a little bit of rough you know gambling trouble whatever whatever which caused him to 
to to, to think remove about himself t- in the game. Think about today's media he level. Be, he would be mauled. in that locker room. Yeah, and his him being a jackass that he was every single day. Yeah, it, it'd be it would tough not for fly. Him, it would not fly at all. So, uh, yeah, um, w- we made it for the last episode of the season. We that's, made that's it. A, we made it. We came thing. through this time. That's a good thing. So, congrats to the Lakers, man. Congrats to LeBron, AD. Uh, Rondo, I'm happy. I'm happy for a lot of these guys, man. Javale McGee, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is a big one, man. Uh, man, I like <laughs> Duds. Duds, they're Dudley. Jared Dudley. Did you see his tweet? From now on, you call me champ. <laughs> <laughs> there was one. Like, another tweet is like, "Yo, best trio in the game, him and LeBron and the AD." Like, it, what I like about those guys is they, they they laugh about it. There was the whole thing Duds about. This is a good sport, man. There was there was um. Javel McGee on live looking. He's like, you all talk about the Greek freak. Kosas is the first one to win it, and you see Kosas with the with the cup and everything. So it, it, it's funny to see. It's funny to yeah. hear. Um, yeah. But yeah, the season comes to a close. Um, we'll be what a season. We'll, what a, what a crazy roller coaster of a season from going to a, a strong season from to not having a season to bringing it back. No yeah. positive tests in the bubble. All this good stuff that happened. Adam, they did a great job. Yeah. orchestrating everything this it season was, it was amazing i'm sober thank you for keeping the season alive we will be back throughout the off season yeah you know rumors especially things swirling around trades new coaches so we will definitely be still recording speaking still putting of, out some uh, stuff speaking of rumors i want to drop a little uh sneak peek to to our listeners of, of one guy we're going to try to target yeah is I actually got a chance to meet a guy who covered Nick Nurse. Let's go. Uh, yes. In his hometown mm-hmm. for his whole career. Mm-hmm. And we connected about a couple months back, and he's down to come on anytime, so we're going to try to book that. Mm-hmm. I, it's going to be great, man, to hear yeah. like a backstory of Nick Nurse. And yeah. He just released a new book, right? Rapture, How yeah. to Win in uh, Damn Near Every Situation. Nice. Or it was, it was like uh, 15 countries, four cities, something. How to win in damn near every city or something. Good for him, man. Yeah, That's so huge. he's a goon. Um, so we'll be definitely we'll be putting looking stuff at out, that, man. man. And then there's going to be a lot of stuff, man. There's going to be the the draft lottery coming up, the draft itself, free yeah. agency, coaching changes. Right. Um, yeah, there's a ton of stuff. So we'll, we'll we'll be we'll be sure to come on. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and and not forget about you guys. So keep following, keep letting us know what you think, and uh, we'll come at you guys throughout the the off season. I was about to say the summer. But yeah, it's not summer anymore. Later. Peace.